everybody, and welcome to the Last Push Podcast. And I hope you guys have all had a brilliant day. I hope that you were able to really be as productive as you wanted to be. Hope you were intentional. I hope that you you made a goal at the start of the morning and you stuck with it. Before we get into the content of today's episode, I just wanted to go through something that I think is really, really important and it's it's front-loading your week and it's setting up your week and what what that involves is you actually thinking about on a Sunday, you actually plan out what is in your week, what is going to be coming up in your week and certain things like that might be like if you know that you are going to be really busy on Wednesday night, you write that in on your calendar but you plan for you plan for time on Monday and Tuesday and Thursday to make up for that. And especially now since you know that you've got a goal in mind, that is a time where you can plan specific timings and you can do 20-minute sessions, you could do hour-long sessions and it could be really really meaningful and really purposeful because you slot in all that time that you're actually trying trying to do with your goal in mind and your goal is just being the best um best student at this point in time that you can be okay because this is really geared towards towards you guys and your end goal is being as successful as you can on on those exams on those assessments so that you can have everything that you want so if you haven't thought about your week, if you haven't planned out your day, I want you to, at the end of this, I want you to think of what are you going to do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday? How do those four nights look? And what time are you actually going to dedicate to what subjects? And specifically sub-subjects within that. How much time are you spending for it. It's really, really important for you to actually think about that um, and front load your week and plan your week. So please, 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 you need to start thinking about how you're going to do that. So without any further ado, welcome to The Last Push Podcast. So on today's episode, we're going to take a look at digestion um, and digestion and the different parts of digestion and also those enzymes involved in digestion because those are really important for you to know. Um, It's that key knowledge and fundamental knowledge in order for you to do well on any sort of question that comes up in your exam. So first thing, I'm just going to talk you through kind of the movement of of food. And how I like to do this is I really like to think about, well, something that I really enjoy eating. So we're going to go with a hamburger or cheeseburger, whatever, a big burger. Um, So I need you to think about when you actually are eating something, where that food is actually going what's the journey that that food actually is taking so when you bite into that burger it actually goes through and it goes into your mouth 
and then that food is going to get chewed up by your teeth and mixed in with your saliva then after that you are actually you're going to swallow and after you swallow that you are going to chew that food um swallow that food and once you swallow, it's gonna go down your esophagus. And your esophagus is that muscular tube where food is gonna get traveled, where food is gonna travel down and it's gonna travel down into a large muscular sac, which is called your stomach. And then from there, that food is gonna move from your stomach into your small intestine, then your large intestine and then everybody knows the rest of that story so i'm just going to cut it off there don't need to get too gruesome so that's the journey that the food takes now what you need to know and what you need to be really confident with is there are three different types of enzymes and you need to know what they work on and what they help break down so an enzyme is it's a biological catalyst which is a fancy word for it is a chemical substance, it's a molecule that has the ability to bind onto something else and actually undergo a chemical reaction which will break it down in this case. So this, these enzymes break down the food. They break down larger pieces of food into smaller pieces of food so that we can absorb the nutrients and those pieces of food particles that have been digested down in a way that we can then use them to make things, to do things productive in our body. So the main thing that I want you to try to think about is three macronutrients. Those are your big food groups. So for example, you've got carbohydrates and starches. So those are things like in cereal, potatoes, rice, your grains. Then you've got proteins which are going to be things like fish, eggs, steak. Then you've got your fats. And your fats are going to be your fattier foods. So it could be found in some cheese. It could be found in some dairy. It could be found in um, some of your meat as well. So those three macronutrients get broken down into useful substances because right now they're too big for our body to actually absorb and they're too big for it to actually be useful. So if you think about carbohydrates, they get broken down into glucose, which hopefully we are all doing a link right now and we are thinking about how glucose links in with respiration. And respiration, hopefully we're doing another link. Where does respiration take place? takes place in the mitochondria hopefully you said that and then you can start seeing why us eating that food is really really important for us to get the glucose to do the respiration to release the energy so hopefully you've made that link and if you haven't you need to start thinking about any time you can link try to do it so that is um that's carbohydrates carbohydrates get broken down to glucose and they get broken down by an enzyme called amylase. And amylase is very specific to carbohydrates, different carbohydrates, and they'll break those down into glucose. And the f basically, digestion really ends with the small intestine. And in the small intestine is where you have the products. So you've got the glucose, 
And that glucose is going to be able to be absorbed through the wall of your intestine into your bloodstream. Then the really cool thing is that that glucose can travel in your bloodstream to every one of your cells. And it can diffuse, I'm bringing back that word because we've already looked at that, can diffuse from an area of high concentration outside of cells to an area of low concentration inside your cells. And that can move to the mitochondria to do the respiration to release energy. So that's carbohydrates. Carbohydrates get broken down by amylase and they get broken down into glucose. Now what I want you to do is I want you to pause the video now. And I want you to actually try rewriting that in your own words. Okay, think about think about pasta, think about bread. Try actually writing down. Bread is a macronutrient which... Finish that sentence. Okay, I want you to recap yourself. Okay, try to embed it. So I'm going to give you a little bit of time so that you can actually do that. Hopefully you paused it, get a little bit of a break, and now you're ready to get back into our last two macronutrients, which are going to be proteins and lipids, which is a fancy word for fats, scientific word, I should say. So proteins get broken down by the enzyme protease, and lipids slash fats get broken down by an enzyme called lipase so both protease and lipase and amylase they're all enzymes and they're breaking down those macronutrients so i'm just going over that one more time so those enzymes break down larger food molecules into smaller food molecules so that they can be absorbed protease is going to break down protein into amino acids and Lipase is going to break down lipids into fatty acids and glycerol. So you need to know that there are four products of digestion. You've got glucose, amino acids, fatty acids, and glycerol. You need to know your three enzymes, amylase, protease, and lipase. And you need to be able to correctly actually link those up. So you need to be able to actually know that the protease works on the protein not the carbohydrate, not the fat. So just take a minute and maybe pause it again, rewrite yourself a list, quiz yourself so that you actually do this over and over and over again until you remember it. Carbohydrates get broken down by amylase, turns into glucose. Keep repeating it over and over and over again until you have it. Now, before... Before I finish this episode, I just wanted to talk you through two other chemicals um, and kind of where they're made um, and what they do. So the first one is hydrochloric acid, which many of you know already about from chemistry. Hydrochloric acid is a strong acid that is found in our stomach. And its function is to help with our immune system and to get rid of any bacteria in the stomach. It also breaks down food a little bit as well. So hydrochloric acid, HCl, found in the stomach. And B 
bile is going to, it has two functions. Bile is something that is going to neutralize the stomach acid and it emulsifies fats, which just means it breaks down the fats into smaller pieces. So I want you to envision that food that's in your stomach. The food that's in your stomach is coated in hydrochloric acid. And once that food um, kind of ball, it's very liquidy at this point, um, but once that, it's called chyme, once that chyme goes um, from our stomach to our small intestine, it still is covered in some of that acid. But our small intestine doesn't have a protective mucus layer like the stomach does. So the bile is released at the start of the small intestine to make sure that your intestines um, aren't eroded or ripped holes through because of the hydrochloric acid, which would be pretty grim, which would be pretty brutal actually, because then you've, you would have a hole in your small intestine and that would cause a whole lot of infections and that would not, not be ideal. So yeah, so bile is really important because it neutralizes stomach acid and it also helps to break down fats. So I'm going to go through one more time everything that you need to know for digestion with the enzymes involved. So carbohydrates gets broken down by amylase. The amylase is an enzyme that's made in the mouth, the pancreas, and the small intestine. And the amylase breaks down the carbohydrates into glucose. A second enzyme is protease. Protease breaks down proteins. And protease is made in the pancreas, small intestine, and the stomach. And it's going to be breaking those proteins down into amino acids. And our last enzyme is lipase and lipase breaks down fats and lipase is made in the pancreas released into the small intestine so that lipase is going to break down lipids into fatty acids and glycerol and then you've got hydrochloric acid in your stomach and you have got bile which is made in the liver stored in the gallbladder but released into the start of the small intestine to neutralize the acids and emulsify those fats. Now, I know that was a lot of keywords, especially if you haven't gone through digestion in a while. So what you need to do is you need to physically pick up your pen if you haven't already. You need to get your paper out and you need to look at a diagram and you might wanna do a four minute mind map you might want to highlight in certain colors where the amylase is made, where the protease is made, where the lipase is made. Make yourself a flowchart, a simple flowchart starting with carbohydrates, arrow over to glucose, and on top of your arrow, put the enzyme name, which should be amylase. Okay, I want you to actually have an intentional four minutes to 10 minutes at the end of this where you go back through it okay give yourself some time to go back through it because you guys are worth it and you should be making sure that you consolidate your learning making sure that you try to get this into your long-term memory so don't just be passive listeners get a pen get some paper and have your four minutes for your last push go on Go do that.